Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. Today we'll be listening to Psalm 14 and considering some of the pains that we've been experiencing during this season of the pandemic. Psalm 14. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is none who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the children of man to see if there are any who understand, who seek after God. They have all turned aside. Together they have become corrupt. There is none who does good not even one. They have no knowledge, all the evildoers who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call upon the Lord. There they are in great terror, for God is with the generation of the righteous. You would shame the plans of the poor, but the Lord is his refuge. Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion. When the Lord restores the fortunes of his people, let Jacob rejoice, let Israel be glad. The tenor of this psalm is darkness and despair and corruption. They have all turned aside. There is no one who does good, not even one. The focus is primarily on the corrupt who do abominable deeds and say in their hearts there is no God. Not only do they blaspheme in their hearts, but they actively hurt and do harm to others. Verse 4 poetically says, They eat up my people as they eat bread. They devour people. Verse 6 says that they specifically target the poor. This is a dark psalm. It depicts a dark time. And that honesty is important. As we contemplate this psalm together, I think it's inviting us to lament the darkness of our own time as well. What is it that you're lamenting these days? What pains you? Where does hurt lie in your life? What are the particular areas of darkness that you're lamenting today? Is it the pandemic? Is it environmental degradation? Is it racial injustice? Is it the horrors of the residential school system? What weighs heavily on your heart today? 
Let's take five minutes of silence now to express some of these pains and lament some of these hurts before God.
Thankfully, there's a glimmer of hope at the end of this song. It ends with the words, Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion. When the Lord restores the fortunes of his people, let Jacob rejoice, let Israel be glad. This is posed as a future hope and a promise at the time that this psalm was written, but it's a past reality for us. For we know that God did send salvation out of Zion that through Christ God has restored the fortunes of his people, that in Christ we are glad and we do rejoice. Let's take another five minutes now before the Lord to rejoice in his salvation, to rejoice in the hope that we have in Christ, to rejoice that our present circumstances are not the end of the story. If you're outside right now, I would encourage you to allow yourselves to be carried away by the beauty of creation and rejoice in God's goodness. If you're inside, contemplate the ways in which God has saved and continues to save you, to work out his salvation in your life. Let's take five minutes now to rejoice in the goodness and glory of God and the hope that we have in him.
as this time of silence comes to an end now, I would invite you to join me in praying the prayer that our Lord and Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever.